Football is officially back, and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia, and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Ringer NFL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Eddie is literally texting me. Eddie from SCN Breaks. He's been on a little hot streak. I wasn't going to talk about this at all, but he just texted me. I hate when people breakers. I love Eddie as a breaker. He sure. never does this. He's like, all right, te- teasing this live. He pulled a redemption. Okay. It's a night. I got to see this. It's from the brand new contenders. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm with bated breath. That's what that was. Do you have to be I'm on waiting. the microphone when you do it? Waiting with bated breath. 1985 tribute autograph gold vinyl, which I believe is a one-on-one. This is out of brand new Panini. Optic contenders. Okay. I want to know who this is. He's slow playing me. Freaking show the card. Call me when it's a Only trout 10... superfractor. Okay. Funny story. So yesterday. <laughs> it's not a funny story. Eddie I set gets... you up. You're welcome. Have another bated breath in the other room. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Eddie hit the. I didn't know they made superfractors of patch autos. I literally. And it's funny. I posted that and people are like, of course they do. I don't ever remember seeing one. Three color patch auto game used on card autograph superfractor from Bowman Chrome yesterday. Mike Trout. Absolutely filthy card. Uh, there's a lot of love on that card. I'm really glad you posted it. Um, I would like to know what that card sells for. That's such a weird... If you told me it went for 10 or 25, I would not be shocked by anything. So... What would you say, if you are mostly a baseball collector... Which I am. The best way to navigate, like, the off-season, but still wanting to, like, buy and sell? Give me any more context. I'm sorry. Like if if there's not a lot of action going on because of the off season, the players aren't doing anything. Well, but see, that's the, that's the common misconception. Baseball, there is so off season for MLB. You know, mm-hmm. winter ball. You've got promotions happening in minor league. You have a lot of trading happening. The winter meetings where the MLB trades will happen. It's actually a lot of activity in the off season for baseball. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Cole Bins, you are welcome, by the way. Still won't give me the name. I know if I had told Mike that I was going to add a mailbag question at the very beginning of the show, he would have poo-pooed. But that I like Cole. Mr. Mr. Bins has tried to ask that question twice and we shut down mailbag the last couple episodes. So 
There you go, sir. Okay, if I could, uh, if big I, show today. If I could tell you, you have to pick. It's going to be one of the biggest vet names in the, in basketball right now. Who has auto? So you have to take out LeBron. Giannis. Okay, close. Who else? Give me like your top. Like you can hit any one of one auto you want of a player in the in the league. And again, LeBron is exempt. But well, you said vet. Um, well, it's not the rookie class. Sucks. Yeah. Okay. Well, it could have been. Uh, this is last year's class. Oh, it's last year. So it's not been Carroll. It's not a rookie. Oh, it's not. So Giannis, okay. good pick. Okay. Um, this guy's on that level. He outsells Giannis. Harden. Oh, God, how dare you? I'd rather pull your auto, you idiot. Uh, KD. KD. It's not 2012. I don't know. You haven't given me a year. Biggest name in basketball. Biggest name in basketball right now. Like the Joker. top five. Okay, close. Butler. This guy way outsells Joker. Butler. Not a, not even close. Big, one of the biggest names in basketball and in the hobby of basketball. Steph Curry. Okay, on level with him. On par with him. That's a great... That's a great no, no, we're going to keep doing this. I don't want to hear anything. You said big, not rookie, uh, on level. So with- two of your five guesses have been reasonable. They're not correct, but they very easily could. Giannis, Steph Curry, Joker doesn't sell like this guy does. Man, Joker doesn't sell like this guy does. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Here's the thing. Carlos, do you know who I'm talking about? I know you're not a card guy. You're playing TCG. I mean, you, you've got a lot. There's a lot to choose there's from. Not, there's not. There's not a lot of guys on the Giannis-Steph level. I, I the- don't know, honestly. Biggest I'm, name in the NBA right now, Carlos. If I ask, give me three names. You'd say LeBron, Steph, and then again we're taking well, LeBron. I news know. wise, news wise, I'd say Damian Lillard. Well, oh, no, oh. no. Take take into account like just okay. the best player in the league <laughs> right now. I wonder now. how many people are yelling at their radios right now. Oh, they know. They like, have to. Best player in the league and arguably the best player in the hobby right now. It's not Giannis. It's not Steph. I feel one like, of the Ball brothers. I feel like My- Michael Scott when I'm doing the letters <laughs> for Kevin. Okay. No, but this no, is the vowel. Not that one. Um, <laughs> dude, I can't because I've already guessed all the ones he that plays, are most obvious. I, no, no, you have Anthony not. Anthony Davis. No, nope, um, this is the most obvious. Okay, Let me give you this. And if it's not Kawhi, right? It's not Kawhi Leonard. That's not a person. Been, I just want to say I Googled NBA best players right okay. now, and I've named every single one of them. So You've named two. I've named everyone that came up in the list as far as what Google deemed as Luca. There you go. There we go. Is Luca not the most relevant guy in the hobby in general? (laughs) Obviously not. I mean, not to Carlos. I hope people are screaming. Obviously, Luca is a big name, and yes, he does get a lot. Eddie just hit the one on one. All that for to tell you, Eddie just hit the one on one gold vinyl. I mean, was he even in the the championship game last year? Obviously not. Didn't even make the play. All right, let's go. I'm shocked. I thought that was going to be your first guess. Wait, where are we? We're six minutes in. Oh, okay. Let's let me get go. this. Let me get this nonsense yeah, you, out of the way. Mike, as usual, came in with a story. I have no idea what no, he no, wants no to problem. talk about. I got you. Yeah, thanks. The, the heading here in our show notes: company memo, unacceptable conduct. Yeah. Do you know who? I'm, do you have any hint or inclination what I'm talking about? Zero. Okay. I honestly did so, think I was like, did you write a memo for sports cards nonsense? And it's an unacceptable conduct of something you've done. Someone goes out of their way to extend a generosity to bring another person to a sporting event. Said person, invited guest, then goes out of their way to act in a totally unacceptable manner. Okay. Involving a bullpen. Involving a bat. Involving Instagram videos. Are you talking about me? (laughs) It is a company memo. Other person literally gets a company-wide... Uh, email about this. No way. I, I cannot be any more. He's, I, I, we cannot be more specific. But yeah, your little stunt. Are you kidding? 
Yeah. That happened? Yep. We were at dinner last night and he was like, dude, like literally companies say like unacceptable. Whoa. Yeah. So Jesse almost got a person in our circle, very close in our circle, not fired, but in a little bit of trouble. Just in a, in a little bit of trouble. Because Jesse doesn't know how to conduct himself. I was, isn't that funny though? Can I just say I never got a, I never said, hey, don't do that. Everyone was no. taking out cameras. I got yeah, in fact to the stuff that I posted was maybe from said person. I'm just saying. Yeah, Jesse just walking around on baseball fields. Um, okay. It is funny it. to be back in the corporate world. I forgot that that's like you got to worry about stuff like that. I'm trying well. to think of how quickly I would be sent to HR and then fired if I had a corporate <laughs> job. Wouldn't take long. That would My imply you would have gotten through the hiring process. You know, Ooh. there's interviews. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Right, we can about talk about cards. cards yeah, we can talk about cards now. But anyways, um, sports boy ruining careers. That's really the... Oh, I got to reach out. I feel bad. Uh, you should. Scumbag. Taco Fractor. Uh, just come on. Go taco ahead. Fractor prize. I'm taking my victory lap. I was dead on. It is a Taco Bell related prize. And here's the thing. If you haven't heard already, if you are holding a card with a player who steals a base in the World Series. The first The base. first one. Okay. The, you are entitled, the first five people are entitled to lifetime supply of Taco Bell. And it's only five people because there's five. only five of the cards. Yes, exactly. Yep. So uh, and what's really cool about this, they kind of took into account like, hey, you know, you'll have to pay taxes. They're going to cut you a check I did for an that. extra like $5,300 or something to, cover the, to cover the tax on that little uh, gift. That's pretty cool. However... When they say lifetime supply of Taco Bell, you're probably thinking in the back of your head like I was, what, like $200,000 worth of Taco Bell? No, $15,000 worth of Taco Bell. What about lifetime? Well, by the way, $15,000 is like 10 lifetimes for me. (laughs) Okay, I asked my wife. How much is the average meal at Taco uh, Bell? Here's the thing. I, I asked my wife, what do you think? Like in a year you would spend at Taco Bell. She's like, I, I don't know, $50. I was like, no, not in a week, in a year. And she laughed at me. We started doing the math. I don't know. I could only do it for like, if I spent one meal a week, 50 weeks out of the year, say it's $10, 500 bucks. I'm only getting 30 years worth. Let me just ask you this. What? I want you to be honest. What do you? No, I want you to be honest. Listen, <laughs> listen to me very closely. The taco fr- no, no, it's okay. It's just, hear me out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. In 30 years, you would be 66 years old, right? On your current trajectory of Going, life, yeah. I think it's debatable. Uh-huh. If you're now going to super infuse Taco Bell into your <laughs> regimen, you think you're making it? <laughs> So many things. Oh, God. I can't even think. I can't do it. I can't do it. I understand if they don't want to resign us. Just, oh, my God. It's not. It's not no, fair it was to assume oh, that I'm going to die before 67. <laughs> it's not fair. Oh. Oh, um, God. 
<laughs> the if they don't, I'll be honest with you, Bill. I understand. <laughs> it's been a good run. We oh, thank you, Spotify. We appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh God! So go ahead. You so if you, you guys have talking. any of this Taco Bell, Taco Frank, just keep that in mind. Oh um, my God! If you're like me, thirty years. If you're, <laughs> if you're buying one meal a week, that's pretty good. That's that's not bad. Pretty, that's not bad. Thank you. Okay. Um. um where do we go from here? Okay. So week five. <clears throat> only you, five. Here's my only issue. Yeah. 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 No. No. Uh, it's not even a real issue. I was hoping I would be okay with a lesser prize. Yes. But more widespread. Oh, more winners. Everybody gets okay. five hundred dollars. You know yeah. who pulls it out? Whatever it is. Here's the crazy thing about Taco Factors. These yeah. are in Cosmic. Oh, they're in a couple of products. I think. Uh, I have ripped a bunch of Tops Chrome and Cos- Tops Cosmic. Uh, probably, it's so hard to concentrate now and not picture you dead. I, I don't even know what's. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I'm going to say 20 to 30 cases oh. in, in total. Probably closer to 30. Haven't hit one yet. We did a case two days ago. Four taco fractures in the same case. What? And four of the planetary pursuits. But here's the thing. Dang. So I started looking. The only player on a playoff team, I yeah. think his name is Christian Walker. Mm-hmm. He's a first baseman for the Diamondbacks. He is not. He's he has one stolen base in his career. Um, but I was I was actually just looking to see how does this affect pricing on guys who are actually relevant. Yeah, I was gonna say like who has the you gotta look up who has like so the like most a, stolen bases. Well, Acuna is your guy. Like, okay, that is the favorite to go to the World Series, and he has seventy stolen bases. You have to think, but that is a weird. Well, here's the thing I was thinking too is like yes, maybe only five people are winning, but in the meantime, anybody who still has an outside shot, those cards just went up in value significantly i'm gonna so you're not crazy. gonna get like 15 grand in cash i'm sure but you'll definitely get uh at least a few thousand dollars i can't imagine anything less uh isn't there so, what, a few it, hundred i don't know but a few thousand a few hundred uh, bucks though are you are out of your mind you think a few th- a few hundred dollars for something that would be worth fifteen thousand? i think but it's again, at least who, a thousand but who is that appealing to like if you hit like someone good like with a real chance the Acuna. Like you said, let's say Acuna. I, I, i'm curious if any of his have actually sold i would doubt <clears> since <throat> this morning one sold on the set okay so two have sold total both back in september though oh, okay. 1700 and 1450 that was before you knew the price we have to wait and see i guess what they go for once you know the price that is pretty cool though i i oh, here's the thing i think it's cool in the sense of it's just something the outside world will inevitably hear about. It's not just going to remain uh, internal in the point. hobby. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's nothing... good marketing. It's good for people who enjoy tacos, So, which is everyone. <sighs> yeah, like this guy, John Beretti. Oh, the Marlins got knocked out yesterday, so he's not even available either. I had mo- I had multiple people after I made a post on uh, uh, Facebook and stuff, uh, asked, like, you know, just what it, what are you thinking with this 15,000? I had multiple people send me messages of the math of, how many crunch wraps you could buy? What's a crunch wrap? A taco? Dude, I can't with you. You you eat fast food all the time. You don't eat Taco Bell? Never. Really? You're uh, a Wendy's and McDonald's man. I'm a McDonald's guy. Yeah, McDonald's breakfast any time oh, of day. Man, oh man, when that's is, crazy. I, I don't even know the last time I had Taco Bell. Uh, Months ago? Okay. Well, 15, it's, a, it's a very popular product at Taco Bell. I'll just say that. Crunch okay. wrap. It's delicious. How, how do you feel from a take out your love of tacos? Yeah. How do you feel about this as a promotion for the card? As a promotion for the card, I think it was like, I think it was inevitable that it had to do something with tacos. I, at least in my opinion, when I saw that okay. it, it, it would. So I don't know. I thought 
if you're going to do something that's going to relate to the outside world, Taco Bell's something silly and it's fun. So Fair. I'm all about it. But again, I'm a Taco Bell fan, so I may be biased. Okay. Before you go it. to your NFL stuff, I do have a couple MLB wild card round concluded yesterday. All four were sweeps, by the way. All four series ended 2 0. So, <clears throat> man, I, I can't catch my breath still. So the Rangers over there. swept the Rays, Twins sweep the Blue Jays. Uh, Phillies beat the Marlins, and the D-backs swept the Brew Crew. Mm. couple standout things. Royce Lewis went absolutely nuts the other day. I don't know what he did last night, but two days ago, he had a couple home runs. Huge outing. Corbin Carroll's batting like 600 with a home run, a couple RBI. The hobby has certainly taken note. It's been like immediately the next day, Royce Lewis stuff was all over Facebook and Instagram. Oh, good. Like in a, in a good way. Yeah, Corbin yeah, yeah. Carroll, same way. Like, because the only knock on Corbin Carroll has always been, yeah, but it's a small market. That's not really a thing anymore, but for him, it seems to be. Okay. Because he should be far out selling every other rookie this year. The fact that Anthony Volpe is selling for almost close to full value of him is ridiculous. Even Gunnar that Henderson. surprising, actually. Yeah, Gunnar Henderson and Adley, rookies this year in product, are, are pretty close. They're both very good, don't get me wrong, but Corbin's a, like another level. I think it just is the market. The solution to that small market mindset, let's put him on the main stage, which he is. Hits a home run. I, th- I think he hit a home run his first at bat in the playoffs, if not second at bat, whatever it was. They're going to go on to play the Dodgers now. That's a that's a potential, just perfect dream Cinderella story. If the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers in a play in a best of five playoff series, yeah, Corbin plays well. His stuff's going to just catapult next level. So okay, cool to see that. Like I said, I'm still excited to see Adley and Gunner. What are they going to do? Can they both hit when it counts? Royce Lewis playing the Astros. It's interesting. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't followed enough. And then Acuna in the Phillies. I, I think Acuna and the Braves just roll. I think they're the best team in baseball. And I don't think it's all that close either. But, uh, but yeah. are you actually going to watch any of it? I watched a little bit yesterday. Actually. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I'll yeah. start to watch now, like playoff time. But yeah, I mean, at this point, I really, really am trying to find ways to motiv- motivate myself to turn on a game. Sure. I, I find it very easy to go back and watch the highlights for anything other than baseball. I don't know why. It's just, it's just slow. It's a it's slow, slow sport. Yeah. yeah. No um, question. All right. NFL week five. Uh, there's a number of guys that are out. There's a number of guys who just have bye weeks. Cause I think that starts this week. I was going to go through a list of who, uh, you know, a number of different commentators are saying we're going to be better this week than others. I think at this point, there aren't a ton of surprises other than the fact that uh, Tua is below Lamar Jackson, which I think we've, I think we've already kind of established that Lamar Jackson is someone who doesn't get a lot of love, even though not as much as he should. Yeah. Not as much as he should. I do think that at this point I, I pulled up almost every starting quarterback. Everybody is down and it's kind of hard to say everybody except, and this is based on a three month period. If you look back over the last three months, everyone is is down except Lamar Jackson, Jordan love, Tua. Oh, yes. and Zach Wilson. Excuse Which me. Which makes sense. Okay. Now, granted, I, I, there may be a couple of quarterbacks in there that I don't think is like Ritter's not in there. And a couple of the new guys, CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud, I think is actually up a little bit as he should be playing very well. Did you see that thing about him being like the, I think he's the sixth player of all time to have 300 yards, uh, averaging 300 yards over four games without an interception. I did not, but I'm I not surprised. He's, cool. he's playing really, really well. That team's drafting really well. Yeah. I don't know how many games they're going to win, but that kid looks like he's a legit starter in the league, which is great. Yeah, the other guys make sense, right? Zach William, <clears throat> Zach Wilson comes off of you know the trash heap at, at this point. Yeah, Nobody thought he's seeing the field because Aaron Rodgers is going to take over. Not only has he 
has he taken over? Last week was the first time I think we thought we saw he might be a legit starter in the league. He's he's looked terrible in the other three games. Last week against a very good Chiefs offense, uh, yeah. Chiefs defense. Critical mistake at the end, but he looked very good, like we talked about the other day. Tua, Tua is that guy, quite frankly. Like Tua, when he's healthy, is very very good. And granted, you go up to Buffalo and get beat by twenty eight points or whatever it was is brutal, but. It's the regular season. I'm not sure. all that worried. Okay. But yeah, I like Tua going forward. Um, Do you think that uh, Trevor Lawrence, because he's actually down, I think like. As he should be though. See, that's another guy. Super talented. If you're starting a roster. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm curious how much younger he is than Mahomes. Got to be five or six years. Like if you were starting a team right now and you said, hey, I want X quarterback for the next 10 years. I think there's almost a case to be made for Trevor Lawrence, even over Mahomes, simply because of age, although Mahomes probably is still the guy. But in the hobby, he came out so expensive. This is just a matter of the guy was so hyped up, so unbelievably expensive, the most expensive prospect in football ever. Not even like the year before him, it was Burrow. And that was unlike anything we'd seen. Yeah. Well, the next year, 2021, Trevor Lawrence was that guy. It was unbelievable. So he could play really, really well, have a good season, win a playoff game like last year. Those prices they're not going to maintain. It's so not in this a, market. So that's the thing. At this point, are you – if you I'm do have long-term him. faith in his value, do you go ahead and buy now while he is down? Yeah. Oh, I mean, or wait a little bit. Buy and hold? I, I, mean, there's, I don't see things getting better immediately. So yeah, I think, I think the there's overall, still room to come down. Well, like, for instance, we already know – we've talked about this a few times. His prism is still – really high. It's like $243, but it's also weird because there's only of the PSA tens. There's only 284 of them. It's yeah. See stuff like that. I'm not touching either. Like if I'm going something long-term with him, I'm going with a numbered card and autograph a rookie, whatever. Yeah. Okay. But but yeah, you're getting to the point where we're going to start to see him be about as cheap as he's going to be probably for the foreseeable future. Okay. Um, Mitch Trubisky. They're saying, I think uh, Pickett's going to be out. Mitch is in please. The the Mitch train is getting a little hype. I think he is Ugh. up. So now, granted, there's not a ton of sales on this on Mitch Trubisky, but it goes back to the thing we talked about in the last couple episodes of like, are you getting into the secondary and even third quarterbacks because some of these teams are starting to utilize them? Uh, Mitch's PSA ten from 2007, his Prism, it just sold yesterday, I think, for like 40 bucks. But before that, it was 30. Before that, it was 12. I why? I mean, people are putting like a little bit of hope that they're going to find somebody who's really going to be outstanding again. I think it's a gamble. I think that's oh, really I what it is with lighting, Mitch. With Mitch? Yeah. Lighting your money on fire. Um, other than that, there's obviously some skill position players, McCaffrey. I do wonder if Kelsey is like, if there's even any chance of getting in there in any real value because the Taylor, after hype, the whole baby. Taylor hype, yeah, that's just kind of insane to me. I do. I, even Kelsey came out and just like, hey, you know, this has been fun, but the amount that just the NFL alone of press they're putting on it is too much. But it has to be the dream of NFL marketing to have Taylor Swift involved because her fan base being not exclusively women, but a very high percentage in with NFL being oh, lopsided and its male viewers. This is just the perfect marriage to bring in all these new eyes to their sport. And I think that they're probably, that's one of the reasons they're pushing it, which in turn has obviously helped Travis Kelsey's cards. Not a ton, but he's up like, I don't know, 12% over the last month. Again, not crazy good, but it's definitely better than maybe where he would have been. Okay. Cause everybody that's else fair. seems to be down. If you're doing, even if you're doing okay, 
football cards, it seems like are down. It is weird. The football market is as slow as it's been. Yeah. But everything is. Which I do. It it begs the question of economy, which has to play a part. But also, what does the whole NFL sports card, football card thing, you know, what what can Panini be expected to do in this situation? I I don't know. It's almost like put a damper on it. But nothing's Uh, changed. That's what's crazy. And they get that injunction where they can continue to make cards. So I don't know why that would change it now. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. There was one other thing. Oh, before Chris McGill joins, I did just want to mention, I haven't talked about Lorcana much just because it's been sold out everywhere. You can't really get it. I never got my cards. Uh, I'm still on the list. Uh, when they come out with a reprint, I did reach out to them a couple times. At least they're responsive. Uh, just a warning for anybody who's Do looking. Do they know who you are? Oh, I actually, I did throw it out. I was like uh, Bill Simmons, podcast, Gadia, and still have not gotten mine. They said I should be getting the next batch that comes in. Who knows? At this point, though, there are already pre-sales for the next chapter. It's like Rise of the Floodborne. It's also going to be hyped up and already very expensive. Just caution. Uh, these these pre-sales, similar to the one that just came out, were underestimated as far as the amount of product that was going to be made. And people are buying pre or they're uh, selling these boxes, these booster boxes when they actually have no idea if they're actually going to have them. So just be aware if you're not buying from a reputable seller, I think your odds are even going to be lower. So something to keep, uh, keep in mind. Someone just sent me the reel, by the way. That's why I was distracted. You know me. Oh, you never saw it. Uh, It's the reel of Gary V last night, breaking V friends on fanatics live. Oh, that's such a scam. I, I am so sick of that product already. Like all of a sudden Why? it's amazing. People like it. I mean, cause they're, he's doing the game of V friends or are you talking about like the original boxes? No, the game. I, I'm just like, dude, this is just that I have just, I don't know. He just comes across to me now, even more so than ever before. I'm just totally fake. I just because can't. He's back in the public eye. It's just all coming out more. Everything with him is just a pump at this point. I don't, I don't think I don't take any of it as being authentic in the least. What would be authentic? Well, here's the reason I think about that too. Somebody sent me that clip recently. This was years old. I don't. I just never heard it. Uh-huh. And it's of him like when NFTs got big. It was like him going around calling like Logan Paul. And some people like recorded. The, it was like he called Logan Paul and Mr. Beast and all these guys. Like, hey, we're really gonna make a thing of these NFTs. Get in now. And oh. it was like, oh, cool. So let's let's get all the influencers on the same page. Make this huge push, and then we're all gonna just get out when it's hot. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm not a fan. I, and I don't need to see that on Fanatics. Uh, like, I, okay. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I think you're only going to see more of it. They did do a partnership together about it, but I hate it. Uh, did you see this, by the way? I got this in the mail. What is it? Uh, my doink the clown card just came in the mail. Actually came in pretty good shape. I'm not, I'm not too uh, upset about it. Doink the clown may be the most frightening card I own at this point. I mean, if you get a real good look at that face, it's like a Beetlejuice with, no, yeah. I can't say what I want to say, but yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's not good. Um, that being said, these cards are going crazy. If you get them signed, that uh, that thing we were doing alive? the sponsorship for last week or last month, there's a card show up in Can- uh, Stanford, Connecticut, where he's going to be this weekend. If you guys are going to be up there, you want to get this signed for me, I'll overnight it. Just saying. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.
Chris McGill, Card Ladder Presidente and Founder, has joined us. Thank is you. Hang on, is that really your title? You're the president of Card Ladder? President, co-founder, janitor on the weekends as well. <laughs> that explains uh, bathroom, hoodie. Toilet polisher. <laughs> toilet polisher? That's separate from the janitor? Toilet user. That's how, you know, that's how you know he's rich now, selling that company. He's got a janitor and a guy cleaning the toilets. Fancy. He's got two different Sheesh. positions. Okay, first question, and the most important. If I said right now you could pull a one-of-one one auto oh, here we go. of somebody. Now, take by the way, take away your hometown bias, any uh, allegiance to players or teams, whatever. Right now, in terms of value, you can pull out of brand-new optic contenders one one-of-one one gold vinyl auto of anybody in the league, not a rookie. For simply the terms of having the biggest name and the most value, who comes to mind? Not a rookie. Not a rookie. Yeah, because yeah, the rookie market obviously is skewed. Very skewed. If it was a rookie, I'd say give me Purdy. That's oh, I'm sorry. A... I'm talking. I'm talking NBA. Excuse me. Basketball. Oh, NBA. Oh. Yeah, we just did optic okay. contenders. Yeah, yeah. So not a rookie. So no Ben Caro. But just if I said, hey, you got three guesses at pulling the big, what I would say the biggest, most relevant in the league and in the hobby. Your guesses would be active okay, well, player. Can't be LeBron because he doesn't sign with Panini. Correct. Stephen Curry. Okay, I good said to, I said to Jesse, good I'm okay guess. with that answer. It's not him, but it's on that level. Okay. okay. So I'm good with that guess. You got two more. Always a game with us. I like this. I if do. not I Curry, then I still want to go active. I really place a value on playing years cards as opposed to cards of retired players. And yep. it is. It is an active player. Okay, then if not Curry, maybe not Giannis. I don't know. That was Jesse's <laughs> second guess. Also, I would put this guy on that level in terms of skill and hobby value. It's not Giannis. Okay, so hobby value, not. <laughs> Here's not what's amazing: is Curry you are so justifying my response. I know. I thought. Well, this hey, feels hey, good. Hey, hang on, just to give you a quick interrupt. He also guessed Anthony Davis and Jimmy Butler. I, so before you gave more detail, child. okay. Very bad guesses, Jesse. Uh, yeah, thank you. You weren't there, bro. They you're, were. Decent. You're polishing the toilet now, bro. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I'll just say Luca, but I don't feel like there that's the right answer either. Luca. Luca, oh, okay. Here's the thing. Mike assumes that Luca is like the best selling in basketball when it's not a rookie card. I don't know if that's the case. Like, I know he's I good. think his one of one really card good. out of 2022 product sells as high as any active player. And wow. mo more than most. He's uh, he way outsells Joker. Joker has no market compared. He outsells Giannis in general. I don't know about Steph. Steph's interesting. Yeah. Eddie, the real only reason this came up is because I'm a child, obviously. And Eddie, <laughs> as we go live, sends me a picture. He just pulled the one-on-one gold vinyl auto of Luca. Oh, and I was like, I think I think that's like the biggest active player to hit. But I am curious. What else? Yeah. I'd be interested Listen, to as, see. As he is one of the, well, I guess Christine is the biggest Luca fan. But he, I'm sure he's very big Luca fan. And that wasn't his first guess. Honestly. He's a joker, man. I feel really good about that. Chris, so. who do you think outsells modern 2022 product? You had to take a guess. I don't have the actual answer here. Apples to apples, 101 auto. Is it Curry or Luca? I think it's Curry, bro. What are you I talking think it's, about? I think it's Curry, but I don't think it's a huge gap. But the reason why I think it's Curry, I think if it was two or three years ago when Luca only had a few years of products, he only had like his rookie second and third year stuff, it would have been Luca. But now I think it's Curry. But I think both of those guys, you know, like Luca has had non-rookie cards sell for in the six figures, but but Curry's had even more. So like I 
I think I think Curry gets the nod, but you know, Luca has way less cards than Curry. Far far fewer cards. So that plays to Luca's advantage. That makes his cards, you know, there, there's fewer Luca one on ones to get than there are Curry's. Here's the thing. We can move on. I feel really great about it. I just, that was good for you. That was this, just hang this up is on a him. win Wait. right there. Uh Chris McGill, Thanks for coming. what the <laughs> what the heck's going on with the market right now? Why is why are cards no good sell wise? <laughs> Why price oh, go down? Well, they <laughs> they uh, make for good kindling as long as they're not in slabs. Yeah, uh, fair do enough. Do not okay. light them on fire, though, if they're in plastic, because that's bad for the environment. We recently had Ozone Awareness Day. I don't know if you guys know that or oh, not. Oh, Mike did not join that day. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, I, I don't want to keep derailing the conversation. <laughs> Jesse knows this, though. We built and renovated this house we moved into. One of my musts in the backyard. We poured a whole new slab patio, built this awesome deck. I was like, I want a dug-in fire pit, two feet deep, and then built up above ground. Why? So tell tell the people why you want. Because after I burn, I'd break like a maniac. I burn everything. Everything, <laughs> including the plastic saran wrap, the thick plastic holder. He loves to brag about this too. I don't understand. I'm saving the trash men their <laughs> their work. Oh, okay, that's what you're helping. Okay, that's and fair. you know what? No regrets. So then, if like all those base <laughs> cards are worth hundreds of dollars in 10 years, like what happened with the 2013, like prism stuff a, a few years ago. No regrets. He can't say, Oh, I gave these away or so they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. And okay, you don't worry I'm about that anymore. Base cards. How dare I'm not one of these hack breakers, <laughs> but I would burn them in a heartbeat. Okay. Um, all right. So <laughs> back to that market talk, Chris. Uh, yeah. Tell Yeah. Speak well, to that. Well, I, you know, honestly, the market is still doing poorly overall, although there are pockets of things that are doing okay. Mm -hmm. There's been a pretty clear shift to vintage and pre-war cards dominating the headlines. Yep. And you're just, you're not seeing Patrick Mahomes, Luka Doncic, LeBron, Steph Curry. You're just not seeing these names break into million dollar sales anymore. Instead, you're seeing Honus Wagner, Mickey Mantle, Roberto Clemente. These are the names of the players that you're seeing have headline sales right now. There's definitely been a shift to vintage and pre-war dominating. And I wonder what you guys think about that. So here's the thing. A couple months ago, about six months ago, I, I kept seeing from like content guys like, hey, we're going to start seeing the push with vintage because it's the safest place around. I don't think it needed a push from anybody in influence wise. I think this was the natural progression of, okay, I got burned on new stuff. Old stuff, even if I set a new comp, which right now we're not setting new comps anyways, but even if I do, I guess to put in perspective, I feel better about the Willie Mays rookie I have in my block box than I do about the LeBrons in there. I overpaid for all of them. They are all down equally. Like I bought the Mays PSA 6 51 Bowman for 40000 It's probably worth twenty, But I have LeBrons in there. I paid ten, and they're worth three or four. In my head, I can justify it though. But yeah, Willie Mays, you know, not around much longer. Still solidified all-time great. That's a crazy old vintage card. I think that was just going to be the natural progression of, hey— we're going vintage because it's safer. And even when it's not safe, it's going to rebound. Honestly, the vintage thing, when we've been, we took on a, spo a sponsorship with PWCC. And so we've been going through their auctions each week. And all I see, well, it's not all, but the a good chunk of what I see is vintage. And then I start seeing like not only vintage selling uh, at some of the highest prices, but it's also like all graded, all grades, all sport, all non-sport. It's like everything old seems to be selling really, really well. And at this point in time, I'm like, 
we keep seeing a, a flow, a natural progression of people are in the market, people are out. That, you know, new stuff's hot, new stuff's not. Vintage is hot, vintage is out. I think we are just back to that Cyclical. cycle of, yes, exactly. We're back to the point where vintage is in again because, to Mike's point, maybe they've seen their newer stuff not perform as well. Yeah, that's a great point. So in here to work in a little uh, promotion for the car letter sales history tool, if I simply go to that tool and I type in, I set the, the parameter to be this year only. All right. And then I sort from highest price to lowest price. Here are the top five highest selling sports cards from the year 2023. Oh, hang on one. a second now. Hang okay. on a second. Here. All right. This All right. year. This is the game. Top, ooh. Well, I have this a different game, game, but this could oh, be Oh, he's game. got a different game. Got to be a mantle in there. Bingo. Mantle is the highest selling card in SGC9 for four and a half million. That's number one. When, number what two was the date is a on that? Was that like different March? player. Different player for number two. Give me Honus. Bingo. Honus Wagner. T206. <laughs> this million. isn't the game. This is All not right. the game. This number three, another new player. Oh, another new. Are they they got to all be vintage baseball, though, correct? So far, I, yes. So far, yes, that, that would be correct. Does not mean. And, uh, yep, another yep. Willie Mays. Is there a Willie Mays in there? No Willie Mays. Yeah. Really? I. Nah, Willie don't have that kind of market. You have to have like a set. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. a Yeah. But I mean, who else then in Think baseball? greatest of all time. Hank Aaron. Tom Brady. Babe Ruth. There Babe, Ruth. Babe, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. There it is. Yeah. Babe Ruth is what? number three. The, sport, the 1916 the sporting, news? sporting News. Okay. All right. Um. At this point, yeah, what do you do? Is it another mantle? Number four. Well, number four, there's, this is, (laughs) this speaks to the obscurity uh, of this hobby. Number four is Joe Doyle, a T206 Joe Doyle for the set collectors. Joey D, sure. Yeah. Joey D. Good. He's known for that. And number five is actually not vintage baseball. And Mike's going to be represented well. By number Thomas Griffey. Thomas, Thomas Edwards. It is there Thomas is. Edwards. The champ ticket. Champ ticket. Okay. Yep. Can I make a guess? All of those sales were before June of this year. They were not. Really? Uh, Good. Okay. So number I was hoping one, I was wrong. Well, but but remember, like, this is, you know, it's vintage. The, the vintage and pre-war stuff is just not really following quite the same trajectory. But the mantle was in August. The Honus was in September. The Babe yeah. was in February. The Joe Doyle was in August, and the Thomas Edward was in June. That's the same oh, Edward, though. What did, the, did that sell for? Like eight hundred? It sold for one point two. Oh, one point two. But that was the one that had originally sold like a year and a half ago for like two, I think. Yeah, or two and a half million. That thing was much more. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's still. Dude, we obviously mar- have had a correction, and to see cards still selling over a million. I think his his cool. market though is way down. I was, I was negotiating a deal with a guy the other day for an autographed 9510 Bowman Chrome Auto. Like, obviously, it's an in-person auto, but send it back in, authenticated, graded, all that. That card would have been 20000 bucks a year and a half ago. The Brady I got at the National, I got an 8510 Contenders, 20000 That card was fifty for a while. By the way, that card has to go to PSA but, or SGC. But I got to switch it over to one. To be honest, what does that, at this point, what is that, what does Tom Brady have to do for that value to go up? Nothing, the market. That's what I mean. Like or I don't die. think there's anything. Tragically, die would, would work. I don't think he could do anything for that value to go Wouldn't up. work for his family as much. I'm saying in the card world, it would work for no, us. No, no, it would not it's, work for people in the world. good clarification. Life. I sure. tried to brush over it so you didn't look bad or anything. But that's I'm fine. not worried about no, that. Okay. Um, all right. So obviously, we see the the market overall being down. The stock market is obviously down. Do you think there's a 
that's the correlation. If we saw inflation go down, market go up and interest rates go down. Yes. Well, just think about the mechanism, right? Like when guys are logging into their brokerage accounts or occasionally looking at their 401ks, which you're not supposed to do. Those are supposed to be long-term, but we know a lot of people do. The the psychology of that is, you know, the S&P 500 is down 6% in the last month. I mean, people's money is vanishing into thin air in the short term right now. That does not create a lot of optimism for other areas. And then you combine that with the high interest rate environment. That's why I think high-end cards are being the most affected right now. Because if you have a few hundred thousand dollars, would you rather put that into a two-year treasury and lock into a guaranteed 6% annual return over the next six months? Or would you rather take a gamble on a sports card? I think a lot of people are just seeking the security in the high interest rate environment that, that you're able to lock into these five, six, seven percent rates, depending upon how long you want to lock in for. I tell you, the one, point. the market that is the most interesting to me, despite everything economy, I get that too. And that makes perfect sense. The fact that the football market has been as stale as it's been has been the most surprising to me. Like I get basketball. We're not there yet. Baseball, even 80 percent of the teams are not playing anymore. I understand that almost every single year in recent history, when football starts, it is a week to week ebb and flow, crazy spikes. And it's like this year, it is just not that. I think, too, though, a lot of that may be because you've seen so many weird upsets, things that don't you wouldn't have expected to happen happen. The fact that no. Joe Burrow and in, in his cell, they're only they're like one in three, right? Is that still? Yeah, but every year, that's every year. I don't know. It just I don't, for me, it seemed like more so this year. Like when what was it? Uh, who who did we both lose to the other week where in the, the Cardinals our survivor beat, bowl? The Cardinals beat the Cowboys and somebody beat yeah. the Cardinals beat Cowboys, which was that was why that shouldn't have happened. Oh, the and Jags, then, the yeah. Texans beat the Jags. Texans but that's beat not, the Jags. But that's not new at all. That every single year. I know, I know, but we're just so early on. It just seems almost to me, at least. I get that it happens every year, but that's just what's standing out to me. Hmm. All right, well, let's squeeze in a football game, shall we? <sighs> you know, I'm about oh, that life. segment right there. I love that. Maybe he, you can help he, out a little bit on like that top a, five list. We're working with a. <laughs> professional over here uh by the way as as we play this i do i I save this to the end a lot but i do want to just throw this in there uh if anybody is interested in that data that he was just talking about getting sales history information card ladder has graciously provided a link so that you get a discount on our website if you go to sportscardsnonsense.com it's like the top thing under card services you click the link you get a discount Boom, bam, thank you, ma'am. You get all this data anytime you want it. Oh, you know what? I'm going to plug a little further then. The sales history, the reason I only use that tool, it's eBay, Golden, PWCC, MySlabs, and even then Plus like a bunch of other ones too, yeah. Thank you. It's got a lot of search history in there. It does? It? Who, else yeah. is, who else is included? Uh, I don't know. It's like there's a whole list of them now. Yes, like Robert Edward. Um, oh, yeah, REA. Okay. Yeah. A lot of auction houses, yeah. Lots of them. Lots. Okay. Sorry. Right. Enough, pl- enough plug in your company. Let's play the like, freaking game. <laughs> Let's do this. I think <laughs> I like so win all of these. So, yeah. Oh, thank uh, you. Okay. So, but okay. So here's the game. All right. I went and I retrieved the top 11 odds for MVP after four weeks of the NFL season, which is almost 25%. We're almost a quarter of the way through. But went and got the top 11. Okay. Now, we'll count them down. I'll tell you the player and the odds from 11 to 1. And then you guys tell me whether they're up or down and by how much. Through over just the last month, over just the course of the season, only no preseason, just the last month, are they up or down? Up or down they're, by how much their odds are? No, no, no. I'm, just gonna, I'm using that just to rank them. That's it. 
Oh, I'm just, okay, okay, I'm just okay. bringing you a list of 11 to 1, 11th furthest odds to an MVP, most likely an MVP. Then once I say the player, you tell me, is their card market, based on the card letter index, up or down over only over the course of the season, only the last month? I got you. Okay, cool. Okay. Patty's got to be number one. Let's I'll give this. you the names and the list. How about that? <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well we're going to start at 11, okay, Mike? 11 is Jared Goff, plus oh, 4,000. Okay. Not terrible, though. What are they, two and two? Three and one? Three Playing and one. well. Three and one. His market sucks anyways, so I'm going to say he's actually up a little bit. Okay. Just to be clear, this is up since? One month. Since one start month. Of the season. Just from the start of the yep, season. I'm going to say up. I just want to make sure. Okay. Jared Goff is definitely, I would also agree, up. You said up six? Two percent. Two percent. Ooh, I'm going to say Jared Goff is up like eight percent. He's down. Look at him. You probably should have just gone with a three percent, Jesse. To uh, I know why did up. I go so high? That was so stupid. one for Mike. No, Good. but but I'm saying that because golf is up 107 percent since the Thank, start. Okay, I was like, when you said two, I was like, man, maybe I'm way off. I thought he'd be up a lot, so I was just like, Re- so he has fully doubled up. He has doubled up. Yes. Stick to baseball, as you dumb sh- jock. As he should. <laughs> Yeah, well, he didn't. Okay. He, it, did, it didn't take much for his prices to double. That's what I mean. So his low, market's so. crap. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Now, number nine is a two-way tie. I mean, what about number ten? What happened? Number ten. Right. There's a two-way tie for nine. I'm so okay. sorry. Two-way tie. Okay. okay. Lamar okay. Jackson. We'll do, we'll just do them both. All right. One of them is Trevor Lawrence. These guys are plus, both plus three thousand. One of them is Trevor Lawrence. Is, is T Law up or down this over the last? Down seventy-five. Uh, down twenty percent. Dang it. We were just talking about this. Uh, he's down. Uh, I'm going to say 21%. 4% down. 4%. One for the good guys. All right. You're talking about his overall card market. Okay. We were just talking, talking about specific about. cards. Don't worry right. about him. Yep. yep. I'm specific just cards could be now. down much more than that for sure. Yeah. All right. And then the other guy tied for ninth is Dak Prescott. Oh. He's such a vomit. I don't but know. But everything's down so much. Good. Oh, do I have to I go? can't set the trend every single okay, time. Okay, fine. Down. I'm going to say down, but he's down like 3%. Down 5%. Up 1% yes. for day. Yeah. <laughs> Two to one. Yep. That's All right. Good. Eighth is Justin Herbert, whose MVP odds are plus 2,500. I'm going to go down 30%. Oh, I think he's down. I don't, man, I'm going to say 28%. Down 11%. Three to one. Three to I mean, you're making some. Uh, you know what? I'll go next. I'll go first next. You're a weasel. All right. How about this? You win. You go first the next one. Well, go ahead. That, that's, that's, that seems fair. Go ahead. All right. Where's we my boy two Lamar? Guys, two guys on the same team tied for sixth. Same oh. team. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey and Purdy. Well done. Well done. All right. So let's <laughs> no point do, for that, but just showing my knowledge. <laughs> let's do McCaffrey <laughs> first. And full disclosure, I am a big McCaffrey collector. Just mm-hmm. so we get that out there. But uh, yeah, oh, it's McCaffrey and Purdy. Mm-hmm. Well Ma- documented. McCaffrey up 17%. 25% up. Mike gets that one. McCaffrey's up 35%. Three to two. And Purdy is Purdy. Purdy is down 15%. Oh, from the start of the season. I'm going to say Purdy. Oh, well, any, I can say, well, I have to say up though to get it right. Um, no, you don't. It's whoever's closest. I thought last time we said no, you no, had to just, get it just, up no, or down. It's because you're ridiculous rules. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to say he's up 1%. Brock Purdy is up 30%. Jesse. There we well, go. Uh, really? 
That's actually interesting. I'm glad to hear that. He should be, by the way. I know he has way too much hype, but that kid's a stud. That is four to two, I believe. Yeah. I'm okay. glad to hear that. He is a stud. Just to provide, I, I watch all the Niners games. This guy leads the league in QBR. He leads the league exactly. in passer rating. He has not mm-hmm. thrown an interception. And in games mm-hmm. where he has thrown at least 10 passes, he is 12-0, and 0, including the playoffs. He's phenomenal. Like, I know, again, it's not his fault we hyped his stuff too much. The kid is amazing. And but he's the most so, talented. Um, and that is I, the most, I'm glad it is, though. Yeah. And he is on the most talented roster in football. Okay. Yeah. He sure. Okay, All number right. five, Lamar Jackson, plus 1,500 are his MVP odds. Uh, Lamar Jackson is up, I'm going to say, 7%. Up 6%. Down nine percent. That's a win. Yeah. That's a win for the good guy. He's four to three. Down. All right, so you got four left. It's got to be Tua, Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Hertz. Bingo. Exactly right. right. Okay, and then in fourth good. is Hertz. Okay. Who, uh, Bill Simmons had as his preseason MVP pick. All right, but right now in fourth, but undefeated, Jalen Hurts plus eight hundred for Hertz. What is his market over the last month? Card index. This is you. Three, four. Down 5%. Ooh. Ooh. I Man, he just doesn't get the love. I'm going to say down 6%. Down 10%. That's a Jaylen win. Hurts. That's a win. Oh, mm. Five, three. I'm, that's, that's tough, though. I mean, Hurts being down 10% is tough. When it doesn't make sense. He has not looked great, and that's why people criticize him for. I agree. Okay. He's not. Okay, third is Mahomes, that. plus 550. I need a clean sweep here to win. All right. Uh, this is it right here. Mahomes is down 2%. No, can I, can I retract that? I would like to say down 5%. I think that's going to make it harder for you. And I wonder if he is down. I Holmes know that's the thing. Good. Over the commercial down 6%. Oh, above. okay. This is it. Down 3%. Yeah. Wow. All right. Just give us the odds in the last two then. Jesse's with his win. Oh, doesn't oh. even know half these guys play for, but that's okay. Josh Allen's got to be, actually, I think Josh is going to be pretty close to even, right? I would say Josh is probably also down to even. I think you're really close. And then the other one was Tua. Yeah, Josh yeah. took a wicked hit early though. Two, two is gotta be up. what yeah, two is gonna be up. Two is up twenty percent. I was gonna say, yeah, what's Tua? Two is up eight percent. Two also has fallen to second in the MVP odds after the Bills crushed him last weekend. His pricing oh, wow. has dropped. See, that's the problem with Tua though. He has three unbelievable weeks in a row, one bad game, people bail because yeah, they that's... haven't seen him do it. Yep. What's, and what's Josh about Allen? And Allen Josh is... Allen was terrible what... to start. Allen is right now the MVP front runner plus three sixty. And his market though is down five percent on the season. Yeah, he took such is. a huge shot after that first week losing to the yeah, Jets. It was brutal. Dude, it's hard to get that taste out of your mouth when you lose to Zach Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just not great. Not uh, great. As always, Chris McGill from Card Ladder, thank you so much for the knowledge and the fun. Hang on, last question. I, I wanted to ask this before you oh, go. Yeah, yeah. Big basketball guy. I think, I know Simmons is out of his mind. I think the Bucks are now the front runner to win the, the um, World Series. They might do that too. <laughs> I think the Bucks have the best team in basketball now. I am not thrilled with these moves by the Celtics. I like Drew Holiday, but here is the thing. In my head, I'm comparing rosters. You lost Smart, Brogdon, and Williams. Uh, Robert Williams. I don't care about Grant Williams. You lose those three. You gain back Drew and Porzingis. I think that is a net loss for that team. 
Yeah, I think it looks shiny on paper because you've got some very headline-worthy names from Porzingis to Holiday to obviously Brown and Tatum. But when you actually flesh out that raw, who, who's after Horford? Who's who's the playoff rotation? Peyton Pritchard. I mean, the depth is going to be an issue. Yep. I don't like it. That's what I'm saying. I I, I don't love that. I I thought Robert Williams as a rim defender was like an ex. Nobody else in the Eastern Conference has that. I thought that was the one thing that set them apart. Whereas now I'm looking at Giannis. I'll tell you right now, in the playoffs, I will take Chris Middleton as my number three over anybody in the league. That includes those morons in Arizona. I know Phoenix has that unbelievable big three in the playoffs. I will take a healthy Chris Middleton as my third option above those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Are we getting excited for basketball? Dude, I'm a Bucks fan. I love Lillard. Is this happening? Lillard is like Barry Sanders, just great in the most useless market of all time. <laughs> he finally gets a chance to go play somewhere. I'm he excited. I'm excited. Chris right. McGill, Card Ladder. Guys, check it out again. SportsCardsNonsense.com has a link under Card Services. You get a 10% discount on basically the best tool in the hobby for checking what the market's doing, checking card values. You can track your collection like I do, see how yeah. much you're down. That's always fun to look <laughs> yeah, those at. Are, that's always a fun email. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let me take a quick Oh, here's, you go. here's <laughs> the last game for you two. My collection, year to date. Well, this is a three-year-old collection. How much is it down? Oh, Total and. See, this is only a selective card. I've been lazy lately with not using it. I feel yeah. bad. Uh, total investment, 269, a little over 269,000. 109 cards in here. Okay. What's the. So I, I want. So overall percentage. Overall percentage down. Oh, obviously, I'm down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with 62. <laughs> oh, you know what? Hang on. Let me take that back because this actually breaks it down a couple ways. It has my, my actual invested value. But then it also has what the peak of it was. Oh, okay. So, so what I, are you wanting us okay, to so, give? Okay, so on the peak, it was 269. Okay. What is it down from the peak right now? From the peak. Yep. Well, I maintained then 62. I, I was just joking. That was a little high, but yeah. Okay. Give me 61. <laughs> I'll give you a W as well, Chris. 43% down. Oh. However, I'm only down 5.7% overall. He made the app. He probably went in and checked the information I, I real saw quick. I saw him. <laughs> he was doing it. Yep. Yeah, nice right, PC Chris. to have your bike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. All, All right, right. See, see you, you later. next time. Thank you. Always, what do you say about a guest like that? Always comes prepared with a game. I know. I really, I didn't even ask this time. You don't have really, to ask. It's a professional. Uh, I think it's time for mailbag. Give the people what they've been asking for the last couple We did a good times. mailbag last show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really I, you know what's funny? I always time. listen. I didn't listen last time. I stormed off here like a ch- I yelled at Jesse and left the studio. Oh, wait. Are you, you are joking about our mailbag last time, right? Because we didn't have yeah, one. Because okay. I yelled at you and stormed out of the studio, slammed the headphones, screamed, and slammed the door. <laughs> Um, it's okay. Did you, we, well, we how did the ending? Oh, I got to listen. Oh, um, I I'm actually, sure I you gave, guys went and cleaned that up. I, I uh, Carlos uh, used his smart producer brain and said we should probably edit that a little bit. So uh, we did. I don't remember. I actually didn't go back and listen because I gave a couple different endings, but it was basically along the lines of, uh, you know, for the abundance of safety, we've decided to end the show today a little early and. Go ahead and call it a quits. We'll oh, see you I next week. Hot. You were hey, two um, other came to a good reasoning though. Before that, real fast, just two things to plug first. First of all, Arena Club is working with CSL again. Uh Arena Club's got that a- active marketplace. You can do the trading right on there. We I've actually still I still have my account there. I still do a bunch of trading and buying and selling. It's super easy. They are giving away a free autographed Derek Jeter ball. He's an investor in that company. So if you go to their socials or to the card shop live socials, you'll see the giveaway. 
Just make an account, make a trade, like jump on there. It's a free chance to win an autographed Jeter ball. And then this was a fun one. I have not had a day like yesterday in a while. Okay. You told me I don't put enough effort for our sponsors, so I will show you. Oh, I've you. got multiple sponsors to talk about before we get to oh, the mailbag. Oh, never I don't want to so. make any more then. No. Oh, you're it's actually not going to be a 10-minute read. Wait, I was going to got- say yesterday I had, I believe it was nine boxes, big boxes delivered to the house. Of what? Columbia Hobby had a little. So first of all, Columbia Hobby is where I buy all my supplies. Steve Tingwall. The, uh, the what is it? Coupon code? What do you call it? Yeah, yeah. Coupon code is nonsense. Well, he was running a special. So I was like, forget it. I'm just going to load up. I forgot how much I bought yesterday. And literally, like, I hear the thing. Anytime UPS comes, they drop stuff at the front porch and the dogs, dogs go crazy. But then after like five minutes, I was like, what is going on? Dude, this new driver, I felt bad. Little dude. Oh. I forgot how much I ordered. Because like five minutes later, this little guy's still huffing it across the front <laughs> lawn. I was like, well, not going to need top loaders for a while. So Columbia. Those top loaders? Oh, every Sweet. size you can see. Top loaders, penny sleeves. I got some boxes. Team bags, everything. I just reloaded everything. Stocked up the attic. That is ColumbiaHobby.com. Coupon code nonsense. Yep. That's, um, a, that's an organic read because I just used it. Well, to piggyback on that 10% discount I'm code. not giving you a penny back anyway. <laughs> Do you think you could? My wife can hold me on her back. Can you? Don't. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Not like. Don't. Mike. Don't. <laughs> you can't. Do it twice. <laughs> oh, Carlos, there's your, there's your show title, Carlos. Mike laughing in silence. By the way, do not cut any of that laughter earlier, please, or I'll kill myself. Okay. And I've made a promise I wouldn't because I have a son now. <laughs> Don't make him break oh, that promise, Carlos. Go. Zion cases. The answer is yes. I give you a if, piggyback. If easily. you uh, if you have not already seen, if you've been to a car oh. show, you've seen about a billion of these because they're everywhere, but uh, they now come out with like different sizes, backpacks, little carry all. That's all I use. Zion cases. They've uh, we've been working with them forever with Clint. Uh, he's a great guy, but they're doing a ten percent discount code for you guys. Again, nonsense is the code. Go out to Zion cases, check it out. You can go to the, the website again. Card services, all of the sponsors that we work with, they're all under there. You can get links directly to their site. Their sites. Um, the I, we are going to do the PwC weekly auction thing, but the Panini uh, NFT world has changed a little bit. If you haven't been on there in a while, and this is just a quick update, if you want points, if you're if you ever got a free pack from us for you know we're just doing giveaways for Panini NFTs. This was back in say 2021. Those cards are they're they're basically thinking about you, the collector from a few years ago. And what are you doing with all that stuff? Because we realize, oh, it just sits in a wallet sometimes. They've introduced this new tool that I think probably you're going to see a lot uh, throughout the NFT world of crafting. Basically, it just means that they're adding utility to the stuff that some people may have just condemned as worthless. You take your old cards. You can, depending on what the uh, the giveaway is or whatever their their promotion is, you can take those cards and either turn them into a lower numbered version of that card. Say like you take a, a LeBron out of a hundred, you take two or three of those and it turns into a LeBron out of 50 or 20 or something like that. Uh, but they're also doing this where you're getting straight up Panini points for uh, crafting slash burning, depending on how you want to define this, but you can take those old cards if they are part of the designated set and those sets change all the time. So just check back. But you can take those points uh, and then spend them on NFTs if you want or physical product. It's just normal Panini points. So I don't know. I think it's really cool. Uh, again, 
We've been working with them for a while on the NFT side of things. Some guys love them. Some guys aren't into the digital world, but whether you are or not, the fact that you can use those as panini points to buy anything you want, I think is awesome. So there you go. Um, all right. The, I, I think we do the PWCC auction here in just a minute. Cause I think the, it's going to tie into some of the mailbag stuff. So if you have mailbag ready, we can go start hitting some of that. Well, you read questions. So no, yes, I know. I'm if you, you typically like to have it pulled up just in case. I haven't. I didn't look at it at all. Actually. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Uh, too busy laughing yourself sick, but that's okay. Uh, oh, first God. question. How many tacos can Jesse eat? How many tacos could you eat? If I said like a, like a, like a taco bell taco. Cause those yeah, are that's like, actually all I get when I go there. I get three soft beef tacos. So you do no lettuce. You're one of those. Don't no, you? I like, okay. I, uh, no, I like lettuce. Thank you. Um, a soft taco. <clears throat> Like in one Ooh, setting. That flour tortilla gums up pretty fast. I would say if I say had to. Dude, I'm going to say it's an ungodly number because they're tiny. It's less than 20, but more than Oh, 10. I don't believe that. I think it, I don't think I, 20 tacos? Those ones? Dude, those are tiny. I eat three and go out and get something to eat after. <laughs> yeah, you I said bet, three. I not- bet gun to your head you could eat 30. Gun to my head. Well, that is a different world. Well, I just have to try. Bring it to the office. Uh, Cody James, when uh, buying recently retired players that are Hall of Fame bound like Miggy and Wainwright, when is a good time to buy them? Let, uh, the Miggy market is unbelievable right now. I sold a Topps Chrome traded rookie PSA 9 last night for like 90 bucks. It had been averaging 50 to 60 during the season. So you got to let that luster cool off a little bit. Like right now, people are like, oh, it's all-time great retiring. Got to get them now. Sure. Just let it Again, the question you asked this question earlier about Tom Brady, I would ask the same thing about those two. What are they going to do in the recent future that's going to impact their market? Nothing. They'll go into the Hall of Fame, but it's five years away. Yeah. Just hold off. Yeah, okay. Just give it a little time. Uh, Johnny F., who is Mike's donkey of the week? Oh, 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 oh. Who was it? Oh, there was a guy in the Facebook group today, as a matter of fact, and he had initials for a name, too. I knew he was a moron. He was, like, trying to justify the case. This was a big issue. Somebody posted they just bought into their first break somewhere. I forget where. And they were like, yeah, I didn't get any of my base cards. Oh, this goes into Morgan. Morgan Fox posted this in the mailbag for us to discuss. Oh, because Morgan commented on the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here is the deal. First of all, the post was like, hey, I, I just, you know, kind of turned off the breaks my first time. And I got, like, nothing because he only ships hits. Yeah, to be fair, though, he did hit a bunch of guys that he had bought, but they just weren't anything but base cards. Right. The breaker only ships hits. Exactly. Right. So this guy, for some reason, was like, no one does. You could tell this guy's just a hack breaker. No, everybody only ships uh, uh, hits. Nobody. Most people nowadays, especially ship every card. Yeah. The exceptions to that, there are a couple with Bowman and Bowman draft. We will make it very clear in the post all paper, unless it's numbered, like if it's an actual hit, mm-hmm. all paper just gets sold as one individual spot. Okay. So the paper based yep. from every single team. But that's but we'll, very clear. Yeah, and we'll sell that for like 100 to 150 bucks, which means we can then take a bunch of money off the bigger teams. Uh, like I'm trying to think in Bowman. Yeah, so like in Bowman 2023, the biggest team coming out of the gate was the D-backs. Well, they probably accounted for 10 to $15 off because you didn't get the paper base. Oh, okay. Like, so, yeah, and sure. it's very, very clear. Here is everything that does ship. Here's what does not ship. But this guy was doing like a two box football break. Just ship everything. Yeah. One absolutely. or two boxes. And if you're not, I'm actually okay though. I don't mind if breakers don't do that as long as it's very transparent. I'm a guy who doesn't want base. I yes. never, if I don't get anything good, I just tell the breaker straight up, don't ship me anything. Save your time. 
But yeah. I didn't like this justification of like, well, that's just how it is. You're chasing the hits anyways. No, maybe I'm just chasing hits. A lot of guys are chasing the sets or, hey, they want to feel like they at least got something. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Like, But just pay attention to what you're buying into. As long as it's transparent, though. Yeah. I don't care if the guy says I keep every auto. As long as you know ahead of time, dude, you, you get what you pay for. Are there people out there keeping every auto on their brakes? Uh, I'll steal an auto here and there. You got to keep people on, on balanced. You know? Good, good, good. Salvatore, <laughs> uh, Salvatore Wheeler, I think. S. Um, Wheeler. It's a new guy to the app too. When I know him. starting to get into, uh, when starting to get into sell extra cards, what platforms are suggested and what tips can you give for new sellers? Uh, any best packaging practices, price points, seller cautions, that kind of thing. I always get pushed back when I tell people this. I think the best and easiest way to do this is to use an eBay consigner. It's not just because these two guys sponsor the podcast. That yeah. is, I'm glad they pay us. I, that is the reason they do this because that's what I did for years growing up. I would rather give away 12% of my sale price, have somebody deal with the entire headache, do all the work for me, and probably get a higher sale price than I'm going to get anyways because they have more eyes on. Just use an eBay consigner. Is in it, general. Is it 12%? I thought it was even less than that. It's less sometime. than that for bigger stuff. But yeah, yeah, 12%. But like, that's also, you're comparing that to what's the other option. If you sell on eBay, then you're just. Well, you're going to pay that yourself. Exactly. That's yeah. what I mean. But you, you can try to sell work. on Facebook. But I mean, it's, you know, if, if people don't know you, that's, yeah, to me, that's the easiest thing. P- did both of them card, card services on the website. Check them out. Uh, Tyler Edward Weiberg. Uh, he says, what do you think about sports card subscription boxes? Boombox. I mean, I don't. Oh, AP Boombox. Yeah. AP, Andrew Phillips, a buddy of mine, he used to do it. He makes like a, a homemade repack product. Uh huh. I don't know it was a subscription. I wonder if there's a different Boombox. Oh, I don't know. I just know this card was in the, or this question was in the mailbag last week too. So he wants to know, but I don't like, I don't like subscription service for that at all. Just buy the box you want. Yeah. I guess it would depend on if there's like, if they really cut margins so that you, more guys are getting better cards. I mean, maybe there's a lot of success. I don't know. I'd be surprised. You never know. Yeah. I, I don't know though. A subscription <laughs> box though is interesting to think about. Like you're not just buying into like black boxes like you do or something, but you're just getting one every month. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I guess it'd be like, okay, so this month stadium club comes out, update tier one, mm-hmm. everybody in their box going to get a variation of packs of those products. Well, that, that that product specifically I looked into, and that's kind of how they, so they'll throw in packs of, uh, they'll tell you exactly what packs and what the odds are of those packs. So it's like a bunch of first off the line packs. I mean, if it's cheap, you know, I, I take it back. I guess if it's like a cheaper option, I don't hate it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Research it though. Cause in general, you know how I am skeptical, skeptical about all that repack stuff. Uh, Ryan Johnson, what fast food or other type of store would you want to see the next for a promo card with tops? He says Dunkin' Donut Factor. Dunkin' Donuts are terrible in the South. Um, They're crap down here. Yeah, I don't know. Like a Cheesecake Factory Factor? Culver's. <laughs> a Cheesecake Factor? Yeah, you only have to say factory. Um, there, there's so many options, but you got to think if this comes across as a success, are they going to continue to do something like this? I think it would be fun. I think it'd be awesome. It doesn't have to be like a food related, just like any kind of uh, cross promotion that brings in more eyes to it. Hey, I you know, we're getting not. Henderson by fun last night. Me and Hannah went over for our first no baby night. I would be shocked if I don't already know. I'm going to go ahead and guess you're talking about the chicken finger place. Nope. Oh, it's going in the streets of Indian Lake. Oh, well, maybe I don't know because I think everything that goes there dies. So, yeah, this is interesting. Tell so me. we were out, we did our first date night with no kid. Wait, who watched the kid? My mom. That's a lot, you jerk. My mother would raise that kid if we asked her. She's great. Yeah, cool. Um, We went to 
What do we go? Oh, Chop House for dinner. Whatever. Okay. Not a big deal. Then we went to that place, Edit, next to the yep. cinema. Uh-huh. Across the street from Did Edit. you buy an alcoholic beverage? No, I bought a, oh, but okay. I bought a pure sugar Coke. Stupid. <laughs> give me a freaking Diet Coke. Sugar cane, yes. Just give me the aspartame and be yeah. quiet. <laughs> Across the street, though, that yep. big place in the middle is now going to be Locals. It's one of those locals? in Nashville. Are you familiar that? with that place uh-uh. in Nashville? It's like no. a big bar with like live music. Oh, live in music? Hendersonville. Oh, that's kind of cool. It'll fail, but that's sounds I know. cool. Hendersonville's useless. We have just a very older town. It's, it's first thought, cool, though. but like first nothing's thought. open past nine o'clock. As soon as this place opens, we're booking a live podcast. So we're doing a live show. <laughs> Good. We just talked about how it's going to fail. That would be perfect Before for us. Before it goes under, we're yeah. doing it. <laughs> uh, Greg, oh boy, Farinaz. He says, how do you guys feel about the new grading company, Tag, uh, taking out the human element of things? I mean- I hear a lot about tag. They have an unbelievable setup at shows. We've seen it. I, again, I, I, other people will disagree. I don't care. It's not a. It's not a knock on them, by the way. I know Jeremy Lee's uh, an investor in that company. I like Jeremy. They have a great setup. To me, I roll with P. I roll with SGC first and foremost. It's the easiest process in the world. I find them to be very consistent. They they've done great work for us, which is why we partnered up to work with them in the first place. Their resale value in general is second. To PSA. Everything else is better. Customer service, everything else better than PSA. Their resale value sec. That is always, to me, the biggest issue with these new guys. Talk about process, consistency, quality, whatever you want. What's the resale value? And if it isn't yeah. there, the va- I think, I, for once, I think I'm in the vast majority who just immediately write it off. Yeah, I don't think that we are in a place <clears throat> in the hobby that is benefited by more grading companies. I think if you have a great idea, like I'm not saying tags idea is necessarily bad. But if you have a good idea, you think it's great. I would take it to them because like all you're doing is like watering down the overall market. And therefore, I think no one can really get a good grasp on the pricing from that point. Because even if it is, what if one of these other companies is the best? They have got the best idea, best overall grading or whatever the case may be. But it, we've already deemed PS or SGC to have probably better processes than almost anybody. But it doesn't necessarily mean that their pricing, their overall resale value is going to be higher. Which I don't know. I think if you add more companies like that, you're just going to uh, delineate or dilute the the rest of the pool of funds out there. Yeah, to me right now, it's just it's clear. It's it's at PSA and SGC, and number three is just a mile behind. And you can say it's Beckett or CSG, whoever you want. But I I do I think we're seeing a huge distinction there. Uh, I did clarify with Timmy LeBlanc. Uh, he says they didn't appreciate the mm-hmm. dig at WNBA Prism last episode. Uh, he was just joking, apparently. Um, but he does, he goes on to say he's putting out a $2,800 public bounty on the one-of-one one gold vinyl Aaliyah Boston, number card number 133. So okay. hit up Timmy LeBlanc, people. I don't even think I t- took a dig at it last week. I said, no, no you didn't. I, oh, okay. That's why I clarified. I was like, yeah. I didn't think we were making a dig. He Did said, it already release? He was just playing. Oh, the product? Yeah. Uh, releases to either Wednesday or today. It, it's definitely released at this point. Oh, so it was, yes, it's Wednesday or Friday. Release oh, I'm days. sorry. Yeah, today's not Friday. But if you're listening to it, I knew that. And that's why I said today. Uh, Jake Baker, is SCN ever going to open up a hobby shop? No. That would be a lot of fun. Um, I don't have the time. Yeah, that it's a time thing. That would be I've really... got the commercial space. God knows with the market being dead, I can't move anything. So <laughs> Tyler Rodriguez. Well, that you know what that sounds like to me? It sounds like a lot of opportunity to put in a card shop in one of these big warehouses you've got. So yeah, who would I hire to run it? That's the thing. You got to you got a staff. We already got one guy in there. Alex is already in. So you just have him run it. <laughs> Tyler Rodriguez prediction on MLB World Series matchup for potential buys right now. 
So I think the Braves, again, just who I think is, I think the Braves are going. I think Acuna is probably too high. So I like, in order, I would go Olsen, Freeman, Albies. I think there's probably some potential there if they make a run. And the AL, I think it's Bregman and Jordan. I think the Astros are going. Oh, really? Okay. I hope I'm wrong. I'd like to see anybody but the Astros because they are just so consistently awesome. It's ridiculous. I would love to see the Rangers. I'd take the Orioles. Who's the th- are the Twins? Any of those guys go because I think they all have way better hobby implications too because uh, they have young guys who are actually on the up. But I think it's going to be the Astros, and I think those are the two guys who come out of it. Maybe um, Kyle Tucker. Maybe this is what Kyle Tucker needs to actually get out of his, his you know, mediocre hobby market because it's crazy how good he is and how little people care. You know, at this point in time, we've been talking about basically the whole episode without ever really touching on it. But we, it does seem like the market in general is down. For and sure, no question. At you, everyone's like, well, I, I'm not buying while it's down. But in all honestly, honesty, that if you have the means and you have something you want and you find a really good deal on it, I mean, it seems counterintuitive because you're thinking save money, but you really would buy something when the market is much lower than otherwise if you deem it to be able to go back up, if we, I never got a chance to talk about this, but when I was looking at the card letter index thing before the show, you can see and Mike, I am very interested to see if you would agree with me on this. Look at this right here. So at the index, if I just pulled up, say uh basketball, the basketball hobby, what do you notice? This is two years back at about halfway through that graph of sales. It goes from up high, spiking up and down all over the place. And then, bam, as of June of this year, it just kind of hit this plateau. To me, it means we have hit that bottom, like whether it's forced or not. But we have not seen a dip like what we saw anywhere before that. I mean, I'd like to say yes, and I hope so. At the same time, like just based on other stuff, like I got a call from Marlon this week. Yeah. Mar- Marlon's very hooked up with financial people. He's my real estate guy. Just a lot of irons in the fire, so mm-hmm. to speak. And he's like, hey, we need to re- revise pricing on the commercial stuff. It's got to come down. Okay. Uh, and he even said like, hey, we've done X amount of closings compared to what we normally do. Yeah. I start seeing things like that. And I'm, so one of two thoughts. Okay. So yeah, this is the bottom. Can't get any worse. Or. Are we getting ready for something really bad? Which I, I just don't know. I, I hope it's, hey, we're, we're pretty much at the bottom now. Sure. But I thought that a year ago. I thought that six months ago. I don't think that this necessarily means we are at the bottom. I just think it means that we finally found a good baseline. Which if we found a good baseline for what the hobby deems cards should be valued at, then at least even if we do dip, we've got an idea that, oh, it could come up from there. So if you're basing current prices, uh, anything... Over the last, what is this, almost six months, if it is down based over the average over the last, call it three months, you are probably buying at a lower point than it would be when the economy is better, when you're in a good yeah, place. The good thing, too, with basketball is not only has it does it seem like it's stabilized, although it's down, it has at least been stable, but yeah. also in the offseason. That's yeah. the other good thing about basketball is, hey, over the next three months, what's going to happen? Well, one thing for sure, the season's going to start and there's going to be highlights. Two, is the economy in a better or worse spot than isn't the is it next year an election year? Next year's twenty twenty four. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't follow politics. I've never voted in my life, nor would I ever. Election years seem like they're almost always good for the economy. Well, the historically, I know probably some years they haven't been. Sure, sure. We're talking about basketball, but I mean, I looked at it. It's like that pretty much on every sport. Like, is that not right? You you glossed right over that statement. 
Oh, I, I, I would not know, actually. I don't know okay. if they're typically good or bad. I think it just, I think you're right. It does depend on the election. Okay. Yeah. But in, uh, but in the case of this, I, the only reason I mentioned is because we, each week we will continue to be doing like the PWCC weekly auction thing. And it's like, why are you talking about going out and buying cards? Because at this point in time, I've never been able to get some of the cards as low as I can when it's, when every auction I buy into is like between like five and 50 bucks and I'm getting cards that are worth double, if not more than that half the time. It just, I don't know. That's why we've talked about it. I've gone through again. This is the whole idea of like trying to, spread awareness of the hobby. If I'm buying, you know, this Elizabeth queen Elizabeth card, I'm buying like two of them for my wife. And then I'm buying a three stooges card for my dad. I'm purposely buying them in the sense of if he has this one and he wants to display it on his bookshelf, more than likely that's going to be the gateway. If he ever was going to buy another card, there's going to be a reason why to now, because he's already got one. You already kind of broke the seal, so to speak. So in my eyes, I don't view this as like a, hey, we're talking about PWCC because it's a sponsor. I honestly would be doing this either way. It just happens to be a good bonus for us. But in this case in point, I, I mean, Star Wars, all this retro Star Wars, all the vintage stuff that we talked about, those Queen Elizabeths, that uh, Three Stooges card, all this stuff is at least 50 plus years old for that. The Star Wars is all from the 70s and they're all starting at five bucks. So See, just throwing a, it out. I'm in a different spot with my buying. Although I do, again, I actually like the PWCC thing. Um, here is where I'm at with it, though. I'm of the mindset that if there's a card I really want, that's why on my save searches, I've got Brady, Griffey, Larry Bird. Yeah. To me, it's a time, if I can find a grail. Oh, a, yeah. Not even grail, a PC, a big PC card. Yeah. That Brady I've been talking about, the Bowman Chrome. If I can get that for 9,000 bucks. Now's the time. Maybe it goes down to 8,000 in three months. Yep. But I would bet money in a year from now, it's worth more than the nine. Yeah, for sure. So that's kind of what, so I actually haven't, that's why too, like I, you made a note of like the weekly. I have not actually been paying as much attention to the weekly because I don't find as many big, big items there. I find the weekly to be way more accessible for people. The vast majority of guys are going to find items in their price range every week, Sunday night you buy, which by the way, what happened last, we can't just skate over this either. What happened oh, with the auction? I actually forgot about that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was they, there was some kind of glitch. If this is what I've, heard from them. There was a glitch in the system that did not allow the people that wanted to bid to bid on those auctions on Sunday night, like late last minute. So they put out a notice that they extended it till Monday evening. Here's the, here's the thing with that. I I read the headlines after that. Of course it was like, here's the conspiracy. They're driving up pricing. I guess I'm kind of confused. Like, I don't think anybody left there with a good taste in their mouth after that. So it's like, you think they did that to drive up pricing, but it's going to tick off a bunch of your customers. Yeah. That doesn't really seem reasonable to me. Yeah. I think it was probably just an error. And is that me being naive because they're a sponsor and we're trying to cover for them? You could think that. I really could care less what you think. That makes no logical sense to me. Not to mention they released a statement the next day, like, here's the explanation. Does it stink for guys who missed out on their items? No question. Like, there's no, I understand. Yeah. But I'm not really sure this whole justification, like, if they're going to do that, wouldn't they just bid the item up before that? Like, come exactly. on. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I, I want to at least address that because we can't have like an elephant in the room. Say. But again, where I'm at with PWCC is I'm, I'm in more right now. I'm more focused on the premiere because okay. I do. I'm kind of like, hey, maybe now's the time for me to get a big PC card because, A, they don't come up all the time. And if they're going to come up and it's either at the bottom or close to the bottom, I'm more comfortable spending that money now than I would be in six months, a year from now. Yeah. So that's no, kind of where I'm at. 
Um, all right. I think we got like a couple more sports. There's a lot of nonsense questions uh, towards the end of this, especially about taco fractors, a sports boy short, a shirt. Uh, I am, I did put this in mailbag cause I thought we might touch on it. I was curious. Did you watch the, the jets chiefs game? Yeah. Did you see the call at the end? Like about the holding call that yep. there, a lot of people are saying, Oh, they got cheated all that. Yep. Do you think anything about that at all? It's a physical game. I mean, yeah. I, I, he grabs him around the head as he's swimming away. They were physical. The flag was late, which I didn't love. That's my issue. But, it, but I the had, timing of I it. had no, you know, a lot of that though, too, if you talk to officials, especially when it's an, like a play like that, 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Is it the back ref or the side? I, I don't know. I didn't think it was all that egregious. My th- only thought was they made the call. The call happened about five seconds after the play happened, where the, the actual action of sure. holding or whatever was yep. that he was doing happened. Fair. And after the interception, that's, I mean. Well, my, no, no, no. The, the flag was thrown before the ball was picked. It was like at the same time they were in the air. That was like at the, yeah, okay. Well, maybe. But, but I get what you're saying. It was a, it, I, do I wish he threw it sooner? Sure. But if that's the case, then okay, it's, we're still talking about the same thing. And the other thing that was ridiculous is he slides at the one-yard line to end the game. Yeah. It's a smart play. People are like, well, he got bought off. Yep, didn't cover the spread. Oh. No, no. If you just if you do that, now you can just take a knee and it's over. Done. There's no the game is literally over then. That's a that's just a smart football play. It's just funny because my my wife didn't know anything about the odds of it or anything like that. But she does, she's very much into football season and she watches even more this is of it. Weird. She was over the house the other day talking to me. I was like, what is going on? I told her to leave. I told her not to talk to you, period. Um, but it's funny. You're at home with your tum tum ache, <laughs> idiot. You know I had a real tum tum ache. I don't know that. You had fake COVID. I know that. <laughs> you want to fight again? I'll end it right. I'll walk. Don't start. I and have then, set that precedent. But she comes in, she's just like, Is this why people say that the games are rigged? And I was like, it's really funny you say that because I know for a fact people are going to talk about it. But. I just think people <laughs> like to think that there's any thought of that at all going through Patrick Mahomes head. I'm just like, you guys are idiots. <sighs> He's paid off, baby. Conspiracy yep. theory. Done. That's the show. Oh, is that it? Yep. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, uh, thanks. We'll be Close back on out. Monday. Uh, sports cards. Nonsense. A lot of laughs. A lot of fun. A lot of quizzes. Join us back. Tell your friends about us. See, this is what I want you to do each time. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. See you back on Monday. Goodbye. I still got to say it.